Valuetown is a production of HearthSim. Find out how to support Valuetown by going to patreon.com slash Valuetown. It's our town. Welcome. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 184 of Value Town. I'm Champion V, and of course, Gar is here joining me as always. What's up, buddy? Um, doing awesome. Uh, like okay. changing my sleep schedule so I have more energy when I do Man, I need to do that, dude. I've been I've been saying that for like a year now, and I still haven't changed my sleep schedule. No <laughs> it joke. It took me four years. So. <laughs> four years? Okay. Well, I'm, maybe I'm doing... Well, I haven't done better than you yet because I haven't done it yet. You still have time. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but I want to welcome our special guest, the really special guest this week, given that so we're so happy for him. Tyler's joining us from Vietnam. What's up, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing even more awesome. Than <laughs> that's, right, that's right, he is. <laughs> Pretty sure. It's super late over there, though. So I really, you know, definitely appreciate you hopping on, given that it's like. Yeah, I, I took your advice. I, I took a nap, and I actually just woke up. The oh, hour did you? Or two. Okay, okay, cool. Then you got a lot of energy. Then all right, excited, yeah. <laughs> excited, definitely good. Um, all right, so today we've got uh, lots of a couple events to talk about. Obviously, APAC playoffs with Tyler here and DreamHack Montreal happening exactly the same time. I don't know why we keep doing that. <laughs> we keep putting events together. Uh, and then we've got uh, the Metapulse as usual and some Q&A at the end. And a little bit of drama here in the APAC playoffs. So we'll, we'll definitely touch on that given that we don't get a chance to talk too much about drama these days <laughs> in the Hearthstone space. So uh, we'll touch on that. But our week in Hearthstone started off that way as always. Um... Gara, anything you want to talk about this week? Any any climbing? Any cool decks you you might have come across? Uh, I'm like maintaining t around top 100 on two servers of Shadowbox Shaman, and <laughs> yeah, it's like it's very hard for me to find a different deck that is good against everything. Shadowbox Shaman is like the only deck. It has bad matchups, like Ordrog is a bad matchup, Death Rattle Hunter, yeah. and other bad, and itself is a bad matchup of times. but. It's the only deck I found right now that I can queue and I don't feel like, oh my god, this is like an auto-lose matchup. So um, I want to play more different decks. Um, today I've seen two special ones, which we will talk about later. Um, the one from Savish and from Thais. So maybe I will give those a shot. Yeah, those are fun. We'll definitely... I mean, we can talk about them now. You want to just talk about them now? Like, uh... So, the, okay, the... The first one is Thais Paladin deck. Um, Thais actually loves this type of deck. He always played it. Uh, he played it before the cards rotated out. The um, Oh, what is the free drop called? That was like a, a free drop legendary. Whenever you play a spell, it refreshes your hero power. And once that card rotated out, basically everyone stopped playing this archetype just because it seems unplayable because there's no real OTK you can do. Yeah, uh, and you need to move your mic closer again. Um, the, also, the the five drop that gave you coins ro rotated out, so it there was like no OTK version. So what mm -hmm. Thais did, he plays all the, the like he plays pandas, <laughs> and <laughs> what he basically does does is like you play Uta, and then you press the button and get the good tokens and bounce yeah. them back till you have all of them, and then you 
play three of them and then yeah. you will automatically get the fourth man and get an otk this way um seems very gimmicky but i faced someone who on top 50 legend earlier today and ties is top five legend apparently and has very good stats so this is definitely a deck that nobody else plays this is like brand new <laughs> so that's cool to see that you can come up with new stuff that is not from hsreplay.net and that is performing really well. And the other deck is Savish Big Priest. I talked about this a lot on on uh, Value Town over the past month or so. Really? Uh, I don't remember BS. you bringing this no, up, really. No, about the Priest legendary spell that this card definitely has potential, but you it's it's like the most difficult deck to build. Uh, because the cut itself is really, really good. The nine mana. Oh yeah, the Xerix cloning. Yeah. 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 You, you can you, like there's so much crazy potential. Like you, there's OTK potential and for big priest and whatnot. But the deck itself to build is very, very difficult. And apparently this is like, let's call it the first version, first good version, because Asmodai was playing it, Show was playing it, Savish was playing it, mm -hmm. and all of them were doing well with it. So I'm pretty sure that people will try to improve this deck and this might be like a viable deck and it doesn't really oh, man there's nothing and more frustrating than when radiant elementals are on the board and lyra is just literally cycling over and over and over holy crap it's it's Three decks in in general are like so hard to build and it doesn't surprise me that it took like a month now before we we've seen this deck for the first time so I can see this deck being like very, very, or this archetype being like tier one or tier two, whatever. I haven't yeah. played it yet, but interesting. Is that, have you this is actually this? the first time I've seen these decks? Oh, you're serious? Been, okay. okay. Yeah, I've been off the map for a few days. I've, yeah. I've, I've just been resting. Mm -hmm. and it's actually the first time I've seen it, but they, they look really cool. I actually don't know how uh, how the hero power on Uther works. Can you explain that? Like, um, oh, you don't what, know. What is the order in which you get them? Like, if you bounce it's, one back, how do, you, how do you get the you, other ones? It is random if nothing is on the board. Oh, really? I faced an, an opponent, so th they just press the button. If you get a different one, you just bounce it back. But it's uh, actually not even that hard to do because you mm -hmm. you only need two. If you are on the coin, because of the, the free drop that re refreshes your hero power, you just need two different ones, and you almost always get two different ones. And then you can play them first. And if you play them on board, you you will always get a different one. So uh, yeah, it will never repeat. Good. Like it will never repeat. Like have have repeats on the board. So uh, you'll always get a unique one. Yeah. I had a game. I played Control Lock, and with Control Lock, you played um, the the Monoly, uh, demonic project, and I had Rin. So I Azarit him, and I still lost because he got three times a different one. And he bounced three different ones back, and then you lose, auto lose, because you would just play out. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, actually uh, not it's... that unlikely, I think, to, no. to get different ones. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's a really interesting deck. I mean, I've seen this deck some, but it, it hasn't had as much sex, success <laughs> as much success as this this version. And I think the little changes I, I see in this version are like Crystal Smith Kangor and. Like Call to Arms, I don't think I saw Call to Arms very much in in the previous versions of this. Um, and then Shrink Bay has been amazing too, like as as a way to you know just clear boards too. So um, th this has like a few different changes that, that seems to have like really upped the um, uh, just the the win rate on on or at least the success that a lot of like higher level legend players have been having. Um, but I, I played this deck against this deck a few times, and it's. It's been tough to actually beat them. If you play anything remotely control, you're just dead. Like for the most part against this deck. Um, 
the the priest one I played uh, maybe about four times in the last like two or three days. I think it's probably because you know they were just you know Savits and Ties and all these all these guys were posting about it. But uh, this one again, like it was surprising how consistent. Like I lost times when Zarek wasn't even played. Like it was just so much cycling from from Lyra and you know getting multiple mind blasts at times from that. You know if they didn't already get it from Shadow Vision. So it you know I used to love Big Priest you know back in the Barnes days. So I, I was kind of excited to give it a chance to try it. I just haven't gotten a chance to yet. Yep. Yeah. So. And- uh, and very difficult to build priest, especially like yeah. like how do you, like all the, I feel like all archetypes when a new expansion comes out from existing archetypes to improve mm-hmm. and to build new ones for most classes is super easy except for priest because priest is so weird. All the priest decks, all the T one priest decks, except maybe Rasakus priest, were like so weird. Like even if the the, the bad ones, the topsy turvy priest. Or stuff like that. You you don't just look at an expansion and you're like, okay, that's gonna be a deck, you know, like topsy turvy. Like, <laughs> I don't know how he even came. was it. Dog? I think it was. Dog, yeah, right? it was, Some, it, something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think there was one already. Of those. Yeah, somebody already. There was already yeah. someone on Reddit like mm. thinking of the combo before the expansion was out. Like, yeah, people already theorycrafted it, but it was yeah. Dog who first popularized it for sure. Yeah, APM. APM priest is what they're talking about here. Um, I mean, this deck still has a he- the same weakness that the Barnes, like you know, post Barnes, big big priest has, which is aggression. Right? It, there's just not crazy crazy fast decks to to really punish this at this moment, and I think that's why you're seeing some success with this. I think both of these decks are weak to pure face damage. Yeah, but exactly. Don't really have pure face damage mage. besides tempo mage. Yeah. yeah. That's why I mean, mages have gotten really popular in the last week or two. It's, which we'll see uh, once we talk about the meta pulse here in a second. Um, but still, these are fun. It, it's great seeing these type of decks show up, you know, because we're at a state where the meta and, and everything is starting to settle like in a big way, you know, to the point where just things... It's the same decks that just kind of like shift and you know just do this whole pot, rock paper scissor depending on what what week it is or whatnot. Um, so getting a chance to see these type of decks like make an appearance is you know good. Just just shows you that there's still more to figure out or, or or more things that we can add to the 30 decks that are already viable right now. We can still add like another two here possibly. It's crazy. Um, but okay, yeah. So uh, you know, Gara, I guess those those decks, Tyler. You know, obviously your your week's been very heavily involved with the playoffs, which you know we can definitely segue into. But maybe before the playoffs, like what were you doing, kind of preparing for that, and you know, getting ready for the actual days themselves? Um, so a few key things. I, I was first of all, I was just watching EU, and because uh, APEC went right after EU, usually the meta shapes based on that, right? They yeah. they see what does well in EU, and then they're gonna adapt a few of those popular decks and. I think this time, um, I, I had a lot of help from Casey, my teammate. We talked about it a lot. And I think this time we just we just nailed the prediction. And we mm-hmm. we got exactly what we expected and and made a lineup based on that. And it just worked out great. Yeah, and talk about the lineup. Like, what, what was the lineup that ended up working out super well for you? So, in EU, Aggro was doing really well, right? Sintelol was playing yeah. Aggro and... Um, uh, Moyen was playing aggro, right? And they both qualified. 
And I, I already know that Asia tends to like aggro a lot more, like both on ladder and in tournaments, <laughs> they just like aggro. Yeah. And then seeing aggro do well, that, that was a huge sign for me. It's like, okay, Apex is going to play aggro. I, I asked Casey, I asked uh, my complexity capture, I was like, they're going to play aggro, right? And everyone was like, yeah, yeah, Asia is going to play aggro. So we were just trying to find a lineup that I, I wanted to play aggro myself as well. So I wanted <laughs> to find a lineup that was aggro, but also beats aggro. And so after looking around, we're like, well, even Lock kind of beats all the aggro decks except um, Mage, right? Um, mm -hmm. with, with a rogue ban in mind, uh, with out rogue ban in mind, then even Lock just beats on um, uh, Token Druid, beats on Odd Paladin, and beats on Zoo Warlock. And we were expecting a lot of people to play those decks, um, also some Hunter, but we were expecting them to play that deck because we were also expecting them to play less mage because um, since since Will did well with mage, it should be a bit scary to bring mage yourself because people want to go one level higher, right? So people mm -hmm. want to bring um, Odd Rogue, Zoo, Paladin to beat on the mage as well. So I was expecting less mage, which also was correct. And then that's why we came to the conclusion that even luck was going to be really good. So every, every series, they... When I, I queued into a lot of the, those aggro lineups, <laughs> and they had to either respect my even log or my token truth, and it, it happened ha half and half of the time. And basically, either I got to play token root or even log, which um, gave me a really easy one all most of the time. So mm -hmm. I felt like I went into a lot of series with a huge edge lineup wise because of that. Yeah. Yeah, so in the group stages, you know, like I know, so just so spoilers, guys, those of you that want to watch the, the VODs for whatever reasons, you know, Tyler obviously qualified, uh, as well as Doc Revious, uh, Blood Trail, and Akimaker. But, um, you know, Doc Revious, he was undefeated, right, in, in groups, I believe. Yes. Yeah, yeah he was <laughs> he was crazy. And so when you guys faced off, I was like, oh, well, this is going to be a good one, you know, because I, yeah. I know you guys are even just neck and neck in terms of last call points and, you know, definitely two of the best players in APAC. Um, yeah, talk about, I guess, getting through groups. Like, were you nervous at all about groups? Was groups pretty easy for you, just kind of cruising uh, through it? Or? So, so, so the first match was pretty easy for me. The, the guy had, like, the exact aggro lineup that I was trying to beat, and I just beat him pretty easily. Mm -hmm. And then, But when I got against Revious, his lineup was really difficult for me. Even though I beat him 3-0, I had to 3-0 his Druid. If I didn't 3-0 his Druid, all my decks would lose to all his remaining right, decks, basically. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I, I had my token druid could only get through on his druid, and it would never get through his warrior, and it would have a hard time getting through his even lock. His even lock was also tacked like super well with shadow flame and more cards that would beat me. So I was like, I have to three all his druid, but then <laughs> also, a... again, the, the guy in the complexity chat, they were like, "You got this because his druid sucks," which I also think. His, his his druid was like it's mecha, it was mecha but <laughs> yeah, it was like it, it helps against control decks. Maybe maybe he won with that against control decks, but against aggro it's just another death card, right? So um, I already had all my decks were favored against against normal druid already, like normal Malagos druid, and then he had a version that's more greedy and less good against my deck, so. I, I felt like I had a chance to three always druid, but yeah, if if I didn't do that, if I didn't pull it off, probably the um, even lock versus druid was probably one of the hardest matchup for me. Mm -hmm. um, if I got that one through, then I was feeling pretty confident because like my my hunter was built to beat the druid. My hunter had double bear shark, 
That was mainly to yeah. be Druids. Those bear sharks were huge. Like, yeah. they, they won you games by themselves, not basically yeah. not being able to be removed. They're so good. Yeah, um, yeah Doc Ravius's lineup was definitely one of the most different ones out of everybody that was at the tournament because he had, he had two Mechathune decks, the, the Druid and the Warrior, Control Priest and Evenlock, so it was it was pretty amazing that he did so as well as he did through groups. And um, But the playoffs was definitely pretty exciting. Um, obviously, you got through pretty early, so you didn't have to sweat too much, right? But obviously, yeah. Dark Revis had to had to play Pan, I believe, and, and get through. Um, but we did have a lot of drama on the other side or the other group. Uh, Akimaker versus uh, Sequinox. I think everybody that's followed this event or even just read it at all know uh, or at least have an idea as to what we're talking about. Uh, so what happened in this event, and, and again, it, it, was, it was basically like the deciding game, right, for, for top four here. Um, during game one, Sequinox and, and Accumaker ended up finishing it out, and um, Sequinox ended up winning it. But then there was like this long delay, and nobody was knowing, like understood what was going on. And apparently it was called in that, that, that um, you know, there was a technical issue that caused a regame. And the technical issue apparently was that... Um, on Occumaker's side, like the, the I don't know if there's a Skype call or whatever, but apparently, the, you know, they were reporting that um, the casters could be heard, and that um, you know, Occumaker or somebody that was, you know, um, somebody that was working for the tournament was, you know, taking a look at Occum or listening to Occumaker's headset and could hear the casters. So he figured that Sequinox probably could hear the casters too, you know, if he was on the same call or whatnot. So um, because of that, you know, I, I think the, the sequence of events of what happens was it was kind of reported on um, Occumaker's side, which was Australia, right? I think it was it was in Australia yes. where his site was. And um, then it, so, so to clarify, uh, the, yeah. the, the admin from Occumaker's side, mm -hmm. he, he was saying that Occumaker wasn't wearing those headphones. Yeah, he wasn't um, wearing it. So he never heard it, yeah. actually. Yeah. But, but because the guy, you know, the, the person admin or whatever was, you know, just heard it there. He suspected that Sequin uh, Sequinox could hear it too. And um, so anyways, the sequence of events, they ended up reporting it, but what's that? Uh, you're reporting it to Blizzard. Blizzard made the call to regame. They ended up regaming. Akimaker won that game. So it was, you know, there was a lot of obviously emotions going on during that. And, um, you know, Sequinox had a twit longer. It kind of explained, you know, his, his side of it. Akimaker as well, his side of it. Um, so, you know, we basically heard every side of it. And so I think it, it's a matter of just like talking about, you know, what was kind of crazy. And, and Tyler, you were actually at Sequinox's site. So yes, I, yes. I, I guess I'll ask you first, because there, there's talk about, you know, the decision not being made. You know, they, they didn't even even talk to Sequinox's like admins or anything or what's going on. And they kind of made a decision without even having, I think, all the, the information from both parties. So, yeah, what was your take on it from being at, at the site? Like, what was happening? Yeah, yeah. Like, for, for me, it was super weird. I can tell you exactly how I experienced this from our venue. Because, uh, it took, first of all, it took really long. Sequinox won game one. And then all of a sudden, he had to regame, right? And the weird thing was that they never even asked the admin from the Taiwan venue um, if there was something malfunctioning or if Sequinox could hear any of the castles or whatever. They just got randomly got a message that they have to regame. And the admin from the Taiwan side had nothing to say in the matter at all. And that, that was the weirdest part, right? And when they tried to, like, they, they were on their phones and tried to message back to the admins uh, from Blizzard. Mm -hmm. And the answer they got was, the decision is final, we're doing regame. And yeah, that, that, 
that's basically the gist of it. They had no say in the matter of all at all, and it was the admin from the Australia side that reported it, and then it was someone from Blizzard side that just made the final decision without even asking both venues. So it was from our side, it was super weird, and we just couldn't understand what was going on at all. Because ultimately, uh, on Sequinox's side, nothing was changed to the setup or whatever. And it was yeah. just regate and just continue as if nothing happened. Yeah, and that, that's the really <laughs> crazy part, too, is that I don't think anything was changed on either side setup. Yeah. So they nothing just like, regamed it. That, and yeah. I mean, it could have easily happened again, you know, if, if, uh, yeah. if it was indeed, you know, happening. So um, that was a bit strange, too. So a lot of talk, obviously, about whether, you know, the admins, you know, were AccuMaker fanboys and trying to help him you know not not i mean akimaker clearly wasn't involved in it but you know it could be just people trying to you know help akimaker win even without him knowing um so right now we actually uh, there was news that came out that resurgence is you know filing an official complaint you know to to blizzard about it um and you know really giving their side of the story as to what happened i, I don't know if they're gonna do anything about it i'd be like to be honest like shocked i don't even know what happens like what if they do do something about it? Does does Sequinox get in too? Like it feels kind of weird to to let them in that way too. So I, I don't think that would ever happen. But I think they're hoping for some form of compensation at least, like maybe some money. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess something possibly that way. But um, yeah. So th it's another one of these stories, you know, where um, you know, just an, an admining issue, or I mean, technical issues happen sometimes. I mean, we, we that just that's going to happen and that's kind of par for the course, but you know, how admins handle it, um, how blizzards handle it, you know, it, it ends up really costing somebody an opportunity that's worked super hard. I mean, Tyler, Tyler, you of all people know how hard yeah. these players work and, and, you know, for that moment and then just have this kind of thing happen, you know, to, um, Sequinox. So. I, I think he handled it, handled it like Yo, super yeah. the way he did it. Yeah. It was like, I, I don't know. If it happened to me, I, I would have gotten mad. I would have gotten insane. I don't think I would have been able to stay that calm. And like, because mm -hmm. you've worked for, like, he himself has been, he also like took a year off studying and whatever to to um, start playing Hearthstone full time and trying to make it in the Hearthstone uh, pro scene. And like, I, I know exactly how it feels. I've been doing this full time for two years now and trying really hard to qualify for this and it's the first time in two years like my seventh playoffs where i managed to qualify yeah and so much hard work goes into it and it's so hard to qualify even just qualifying for top 64 is already so hard and then making top eight being one match off from finally making it and then that happening i, I don't know how i personally would have reacted. i think i would have been really mad yeah. yeah so i i agree with you he definitely did handle it very very gracefully. I mean, in his twit longer, you know, he definitely expressed his disappointment and, you know, like he does work super hard for it clearly. And, and it is heartbreaking, you know, when it, or it happens, somebody's going to lose, but in this kind of like weird case, you know, talking about what should have happened, I guess maybe we, we, I think that's probably the best thing to do is talk about what should have happened. And, yeah. you know, I don't know if the, the decision was made, you know, just, not knowing all, I mean, clearly the decisions made not knowing all the information, but I don't know if it was taken into account, like the broadcasting schedule, you know, like they didn't want to sit there and wait another 30 minutes, you know, and, and figure this yeah. out, you know, because it could have taken that long, who knows, right? Uh -huh. It could have taken a while to really get all the information and they kind of made a, a quick, you know, snap decision that way or not. But 
clearly you can't do that, right? Clearly you yeah. have to get all the information. You got to take a break. We got to take a break. You know, that that's like the, the um, integrity of the, the event itself, I think is, you know, more important than anything else. So I don't know what the Taiwan admin was telling Blizzard. Maybe they just made it sound like that was the entire story. But in the future, I think you need to hear from both admins um, and, you know, then make a decision, you know, on Blizzard's part. So, um, you know, I thought we were done with this stuff, man. You know, like, yeah, you know, it still it still shows you that each of these events are run differently. You know, I mean, the, obviously the process of, of asking Blizzard for, you know, like the, the, the end decision is the same at all these events. But clearly handling these, these scenarios, you know, we still haven't worked them all through yet. Otherwise, you know, we, we would know. It's like, oh, when this happens, okay, we, we have to make sure we talk to both admins and, and so on and so on. A lot of this still seems to be making like these these judgments that are made on the fly. So yeah, um, yeah, I got definitely got to work on that. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's it's again heartbreaking for Sequinox. We'll see what we get at. You know, I guess Team Resurgence and, and and he gets out of this. Maybe they will. You know, give him a little bit of of money or cash or whatever prize for another fourth place prize or something. Um, but he's definitely. I would be shocked if he ends up going to playoffs. I, mean, I don't. I don't think that. That would be a weird decision too. Yeah, that would yeah. never happen. That would only yeah. make it worse for Blizzard, right? Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, so yeah, you know, what's your take on America this week? You know, like America's obviously going to be happening. You saw kind of the transition from EU to to APAC. What do you guys think that America is going to respond to what they saw in the first two playoffs? Is it going to be mean, another the, aggro? The decklists are already public. Like I looked through oh, yeah, all the yeah, decklists. Right. right. And it's honestly, it's a mix of everything right now. So I, I honestly don't know who has a clear edge. <laughs> yeah. I, I, right now, I just see everything. I see aggro, I see control, I see anti-control. I see super greedy anti-anti-control with like Tauntred and and whatnot. Like Tauntred is coming back. A lot of people mm -hmm. like That's on top Tauntred. Decks, yep. mm -hmm. So uh, I guess that's the trend. Like even more people are going even more greedy now. And... Actually, maybe that might pay off because I, I did see a lot less aggro this time around in uh, America. So okay, so you think it's going to be was... swerving more towards an anti-aggro then and th that sort of... Yeah, if I had mm -hmm. to take a guess, yeah. There's one guy who brought Quad uh, Mecha Cthulhu. <laughs> did you see that? Oh, baby. Yes. That's uh, going to be... I'm not sure if that's a good or bad thing to watch. Yeah. <laughs> just four Mecha or three Mecha I mean, he's just next level, right? He beats yeah. all, all the anti-anti control. Like, he beats the Tauntruits and everything. He beats everyone. Dr. Evis is, you know, disciple <laughs> <But> there. <laughs> This this also shows that you need way less points to qualify to an April still compared to you and April. Ouch! Ouch! I mean, to be honest, like, oh man, everyone who qualifies for APEC or EU is like super tryhard because just to get there is so hard. I don't think that nobody right went full troll. Like, yeah, no, no, nobody you, brought a beam by, but yeah. Oh, so, so you think? I mean, you think they're just doing it for the like? No, it just shows that a wider range of people. Okay. Get to NA prelims. I mean, how much? Mm -hmm. How many points did you need? Seventeen or something? Seventeen. Wait, wait, no let way, me. Let me. Right? Uh, I think so... there would be like no two thousand EU players who would have gone. <laughs> I think the guy who brought vodka to no, he he qualified through um, the Challenger series. Even I think I saw that wait, on the Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, which one's Challenger? Series? That that's not the. That's the, the like for the. Players? If you no, that's like. If you don't sure. qualify for three prelims in a row, you are allowed to uh, 
play challenger cups oh, and right, if you right. one of those right. you you can play in a challenger playoff and only the winner of that or the top two qualify for prelims oh i see okay very 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 few people very 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 small chance <laughs> and it's still difficult <laughs> yeah exactly i mean it, it's still a pretty consistent player you know like to, to be able to i guess get in into that yeah i mean it's very cool mm -hmm. Yeah, but like if you look from your perspective and you're like, I needed 45 points to qualify for prelims, and then have the balls, let's say, to yeah. bring like what cartoon? Yeah. So uh, correction on the points to get an NA, dude. 27, not 17. Gosh, <laughs> like that's that'd be ridiculously low, like crazy. crazy I think. Low. Yeah, like all the all the top EU players had that after one month. I think. Yeah. More than that. <laughs> Okay. Which is ridiculous, obviously. <laughs> All right, so any picks for this week? Anybody? Anybody's favorites this week? Yeah, Hockey Boys. He's in shot. The quad. Uh... Hockey Boys, yeah. <laughs> the quad mega <laughs> nice He's my pick. Oh, you're a Tavern Hero gamer. Okay. Must yeah, must dude. be. We're, we're like, that's awesome, man. Tavern Hero. That's the dream, man. That's literally the dream scenario. People coming Wait, from has Mussy qualified already for Worlds? Uh, no. no, I don't think so. I mean, he's first and last call for America, so yeah. oh, it's only only Killen, right? So far, Killen's in from, Killen's from in. NA, yeah, yeah. Okay, then oh, Masi is gonna go through last last like, call, last call, last last call. call. Yeah. so yeah. sane and amnesiac. Well, they can't all get in, like, so you said who are we go uh, rooting for, so amnesiac. Oh, and... oh you're, you're rooting for them. I thought you were talking about last call, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, this tournament, yeah. we're talking about, yeah, dude. I think, I think Saiyan's a, a favorite, right? Like, I mean, the way he's been performing the last like five tournaments, four tournaments, I, I don't think there's anybody better than him right now. So, um, I mean, forget that even if he wouldn't have won Dream Act, just finished top four, I, I'd still say in his like arguably the best player right this moment you know like at least in these stops you know most consistent so isn't uh, hunter is the, the most consistent still? uh i think he was you know if you look at maybe a 10 tournament type of scope but i think in the last five tournaments i think saiyan's been the most consistent so um he seems to be the hottest one at least right now um yeah so i would pick him i'd be i'd be picking saiyan right now um but that yeah the tempo storm team seems to be performing or you know just really well been hot like this last two-thirds of the, of the year so far maybe in the entire year it's just like the, they just got off to a slow start because of the ladder or whatnot yeah. Yeah, yeah so um yeah i guess that's my pick so hockey boy for for tyler saying let's and then, go and then gara just the entire tempo storm team not surprised no i changed not my surprised. mind to hockey boy let's go hockey, hockey boy. boy all right all right <laughs> I, I just want at least hockey boy to get on air please like lizard you know, whoever's, whoever's in charge of production, name. put him on air, Hockey please. Boy. Yeah, That's exactly. Cool. <laughs> you got okay. my Twitch Prime sub. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Uh, but anyways, Tyler, man, congratulations. Super happy for you, man. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was, I was like, it was, it was really late. I was watching. I was just like, oh yeah, like I was so happy for you when <laughs> when you got in. Tyler's the best yeah. APEC player from APEC since he is in APEC. Like since he is, since he moved to APEC, he's like. Dude, he has like 100% uh, qualification <laughs> rate for playoffs. <laughs> what? Let's go. He found he found That's where his, his home is. You know, definitely, definitely great. And, you know, I'm there. Um, okay, well, anyways, why don't we move on? Uh, before we do, I want to let folks know that this episode is sponsored by ZipRecruiter. 
Um, for those of you wondering what ZipRecruiter is, it is a job site. And if you're like tired of, of seeing a bunch of tons of like wrong resumes with it, with whatever job site you're using to try to find, you know, um, you just, just, uh, to fill some job opening that you have, then you should go to ZipRecruiter.com and you can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash value time right now and try it out for free. And, uh, unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter, it, it doesn't wait for like a, a candidate to come find you and message you. It actually just shows them all to you. It'll, it'll like figure out what the best, uh, candidates are for you and scan like thousands of resumes on a, on a bunch of these job sites. And then they'll, they'll, um, you know, show them to you and you can like actively invite them. So it's like really easy to, to find candidates, not much, much less actually, you know, end up finding good ones that you end up hiring. So ZipRecruiter is actually rated number one by employers in the U.S. Uh, from Trustpilot, and which you know have like thousands and thousands of reviews. Um, and uh, again, right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at uh, ZipRecruiter.com/slash/ValueTown, and that's ZipRecruiter.com/slash/V-A-L-U-E-T-O-W-N, and it's the ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Um, okay, so moving on, we're going to talk about uh, DreamHack Montreal. And speaking of Saiyan, you know, uh, we had a classic Tempo Storm versus Fade to Karma battle in the finals there, which, you know, the two of the top teams here in HCT. And um, Saiyan ended up being victorious over Fino in, you know, the, the final game, which ended up, you know, it's like a Hunter versus Warrior. Your classic Hunter versus Warrior battle we've been seeing. And uh, of course, Saiyan ended up getting Rexar very early in the match. So this this match was pretty much determined, but it ended up lasting like thirty minutes or something like that, forty minutes. Um, but anyways, yeah. he ended up taking. I, it I closed. The, I closed the stream when I saw Rex. Uh, he draw Rexar. Yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> right. Um, but really tight match. Fino and Fino was literally like one draw away. I think multiple times taking that um, taking that series because he was up two zero, I believe, and yeah. um, <laughs> two times. Totally, like Saiyan got the right draw at the right moment and ended up, you know, ended up beating him, um, including that Rexar draw. I think the Rexar draw was even at, at like a very timely moment too. So, um, For sure. yeah, really, really great event. Uh, Saiyan, you know, again, but I think he's one of the most consistent. Every time I watch him play, I'm just impressed with some kind of play he makes that ends up, you know, leading to victory. And it's just like, wow, that's yeah, that's so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, any thoughts on on DreamHack Montreal? You guys see any? Any trends or anything that's worth noting? Uh, I, I was sleeping the majority of the time, but <laughs> yeah, I imagine um, yeah. you know doing really well with Quest Rogue, like Quest Rogue being back and all. And oh yeah, yeah, it scares me a bit. I might need to practice the deck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the biggest question, which I was going to save it for Q and A, but we might as well bring it now. Biggest question this week, right? Everybody's been sending it out, you know, whatever. All right, what's better, Token Druid or Quest Rogue? What, which is better in that matchup? Oh, I, I'm a, a I'm on Team Token Druid. I, I think Token Druid is going to okay, win. Okay, okay. A lot of people on Team Quest Rogue right now. Gara, what about you? What team are you I on? I think it's I think it's fifty fifty like the the team wise. But I think Quest Rogue because um, I think it feels a little bit Token Druid favorite because most Quest Rogues suck. Like if you play Quest Rogue perfect, um, it might be slightly favorite. Uh, so I would lean towards Questro, even though I was favored slightly when I played Token Druid against Questro. But I think you can just misplay so much more with Questro. Is is there a specific Token Druid that performs? I mean, is there one that's maybe better than the Quest Rogue versus one that's worse than you know? Like, is the one with Violet Teacher better, or is the yeah, the newer I, I version? Yeah, I think the better? general general opinion is that Violet Teacher is actually better against Questro than the scavengers are. Mm -hmm. Well, personally, uh, I, I think it's pretty close. 
I, yeah. Yeah, I want to point something out about the DreamHack because it goes like under the radio. Okay. It's like Impact is in my practice group, right? Oh, yeah, Impact. Three people in my practice. Mm-hmm. And he got top four again. Yeah, and Impact's been last, having a great year. He's not a, and the last ACT, he was also top four. And at Seed Story, he was also top eight. And I was top eight. <laughs> It's all because of you, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, man, rubbing your butt, man. Yeah, no, no, clearly, you know, yeah, for sure, sure, Impact's been having a good year. So, yeah, it's good to see him. He's obviously one of the, the OG players, you know, just known Impact forever now. So, uh, Also, super crazy storyline, if you think about it, because Tempo Storm was mm-hmm. slightly etched out over Fate to Kamer in the overall team standings. Not that slight heavy- anymore. They're, they're actually getting pretty far ahead i mean <laughs> yeah but it, like when there when there was the roundup it yeah. was super mm-hmm. close fate to come was actually in the last month above tempo storm till the last letter results mm. like okay. then tempo storm actually surpassed fate to karma uh, but to see then fino versus yeah, Sane in the like finals the best it's, reps, it's, yeah. and then Sane again like slightly wins you know like slightly <laughs> out of it. so fate to come is like slightly right it's actually crazy because yeah. Of all the RNG in Hearthstone and, and whatnot, that you still have like this. Okay, Tempo Storm is right now the best competitive team, and Fatal Combat well, second. I, I and think, then you have like the finals and two yeah. of the top. I mean, I think it speaks still, to it. it speaks to us. It really speaks to the game right now, right? Like, I mean, we are seeing consistently the same players at the top. You know, we we saw Tyler qualify for top four and you know Doc, um, Doc Revius. I mean, there's two of the top players in that region, so. We we literally are seeing the top players get through, and that's reflective of the game. You know, I think that you know, it, of course, it could be better. It could always be better in certain metas and whatnot. But wait, wait. we we are see, still seeing like like the good players consistently finishing. You know, rising to the top. So, Tyler, uh, could you have went for last call? Yeah, we were just talking about or you. Right? You mean no, you you in APEC. Um. Uh, so I. Right now, I, I surpassed AHQ's strategy. So I would have been first if Revius also didn't qualify, but he also qualified. So he's still <laughs> ahead of me by like seven points. Um, oh. And what that means is that at championships, if one of us qualifies, then the other one is likely to win last call. So I have two shots, basically. Oh, yeah. Just yeah one he's of got a great shot at making worlds. So that's awesome. That's actually, yeah, that's so crazy. So that's the thing. Tyler was like, it's kind of like known to will that he would make it for last call, mm-hmm. like most likely. But now he qualified for playoffs, which is insane. Yeah. So it's like yeah, just to touch up on two what shots. You I mean, this is as good as you get, having two shots at it. You know, and yeah. and one person that's in it can decide it for you too. You know, that that yeah. this is as good as you get. Exactly. If he qualifies <laughs> and you don't qualify, you still get it eventually. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um yeah, so you know, kudos for being in that position. Um, oh, actually, Wes mentioned. Oh, too, and there will be different groups, hundred percent, right? You will be in different I mean, groups. Is that true? The, like, I feel like I, I'm pretty sure that there, there's one from each region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's other. Oh, doing. you know what? Else? That, that really yeah, increases yeah. the chances again. Okay. Like, <laughs> that's, that's actually, actually, well, or or no, actually, wouldn't you rather play each other? Potentially, no. Uh, no, no. We want the. No, you want to play each other on top four. What? Well, right. So like, we're they're gonna separate the groups, right? So uh, each group has one one Asian, one uh, Americas, one EU, one China. Yeah. So that improves the odds of either me or Revius making it to top eight cut, right? Mm-hmm. 
And then if we face each other, in yeah, top you wouldn't face each other at top eight. That's what that's what it is. Yeah, face each other at top eight. One of you guys go to top four, and the other one gets in for for last call. Last that's call. like perfect. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's like beautiful. when they face each other top eight, it's like the best outcome because yeah. it's <laughs> kind of guaranteed they both make it. Yeah, that'd be perfect, man. That'd be amazing. Oh, actually, Wes mentioned too that Hunter A has gotten to the semifinals of Dream Act too. So. You know, another player, you know, one of the top players. And he won two. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. insane. I mean, he, he's just the number one player in the world right now, right? Yeah. Points wise, at least. Like, he's almost yeah. three star bosses. Like, it's, it's just ridiculous. Insane. I know. I know. He's definitely he needs, getting there. Yeah. I think he needs, well, just to finish, finish ladder top 25 this month, and he's basically master three. <laughs> Yeah, it's with the ridiculous. original point total, which is crazy. You yeah. Know, like, amazing. Yeah, Blizzard's gonna be like, yeah, see, I told you, two hundred points, guys. <laughs> like, easy. No. This is gonna win a couple two stars. I know, right? A couple. Crazy. Um, but yeah, anyway, another another great uh, Grand Prix from DreamHack. So, you know, definitely love those tournaments. Those tournaments are obviously one of the the um, the most competitive too. You know, I think if APAC wasn't there, you know, who knows? Maybe you you would have gone to that one too. But um, consistently have the the toughest Swiss rounds. I think we we've seen in Hearthstone. Uh, okay, anything else about DreamHack before we we switch from there? Um, I'm trying to think of anything else happened at DreamHack. I don't think so. I think that's about I mean, it. For the biggest thing is that this is actually Saint's first real win, right? Is it overall? Yeah, he hasn't won anything. I thought he won. No. Was it like one of the Geico? No. He won one of the Geico events, right? Or maybe, uh, maybe early in the year. I I, I could have sworn Stan's won something. I mean, it might not Some... have been. It's not one of the HCT events, obviously, but yeah, he all in all, he tweeted himself that finally he took one down, right? Implying that. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So maybe it was. So maybe it was his first. It was his first major win for sure. Yeah. So yeah, Raven just said his first major win. Yeah. So big. This is great. It's great seeing you guys getting these wins, man. It's it's uh, been long overdue. It's just a matter of like the the stars finally lining up for you guys instead of like getting unlucky. You know, we've been yeah. seeing too many of those unlucky draws and unlucky moments, so or matchups or whatnot. Oh, Amnesiac won. Yeah, the Geico earlier. Okay, well, anyways, uh, moving on, we've got a little bit of news here with uh, Blizzard announcing that the next event is going to be the Days of the Frozen Throne, and that should be starting, I believe, next week. And uh, we're going to start off with a tavern brawl where you guys just, we just are death knights immediately. So you get to, you know, be Rexar or be Jaina or any of that stuff right off the bat. So that should be kind of fun. You get a free golden happy ghoul. Actually, let me show this. Uh, the, this don't, don't pick Uta. Don't, do you even get to pick? <laughs> Is it random or do you actually get to pick? I, I'm just really wondering. I don't pick know. Uther. I thought you just told me Uther was good. Like, don't <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, so we got, yeah, this Rise of the uh, day, um, Days of the Frozen Throne instead of Knights of the Frozen Throne. Uh, so, yep, here's the, the Death Knight duels. Uh, does this say you get to pick which one? We'll both skip through and bring... I'm not sure if it'll be, yeah, like, random or not, but it'll be kind of cool to... I don't know. If we if it was actually not random, I think everybody would pick the same thing <laughs> after a while. Um, so you get a free golden happy goal. So, you know, if you guys want to... Play some Zulok, you know, easy, easy right here. Um, my pocket, so we, my pocket change is basically special quest that will give you 300 gold each. So uh, good, pretty good infusion of, of gold there. Uh, six packs if you want to buy that eventually. And then lastly, there's going to be a sale. So there's going to be some kind of bundle for 30 
uh, Knights of the Frozen Throne card packs for a special price. Not sure what that price is, but you know, a sale is a sale, so that's always good uh, in terms of uh, Blizzard giving us a little bit of a discount on the the packs. Uh, but yeah, anyways, enjoy that um, and uh, you know, I guess have fun with that. Uh, Which uh, that night would actually be the best to pick if you could pick in that one? Which one? Oh, in the Death Knights? Which, which one? Yeah, which one would actually be the best one to take if you could? It, it depends if you get the Battle Cries, right? Oh, oh. Like, like um, I was thinking, if you go Uther and you have the, the freaking weapon and you can go face from turn one, it's not that Oh, I would bad. assume you would. I would well, like, at least yeah, Uther, I, mean, I would assume you get the weapon. Um, I don't know if you, you know, obviously I mean, you don't get to, like, do two damage to an entire board like Rexar does or anything like that. But, um... I don't know which one would I pick. That's a good. Well, Lyra seems pretty bad. Um, Lyra copying cards. Mm. Yeah, like from like because everyone has already a DK. It seems pretty slow. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's good, but I don't know. Wait, do you get a random deck or do you actually build a deck? And you have a DK. Turn? I'm guessing you're building a deck. Yeah. Building a deck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. I mean, Jane. Well, Fortune seems pretty bad. Jane would be good. sick, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Just yeah. healing constantly, basically. That'd be amazing. Um, it's it's, it's like, pretty interesting. I, I think it's a damn cool crawl. Control Matrix turn one, Jaina. <laughs> I know. Oh pick. my god! Exactly. You're pal you can't even hero power it. as paladin. <laughs> like everyone calls so it Jaina or curve or lose deck, but if you always have Jaina turn one, sick. Yeah. Godan seems pretty bad. Like you don't get the demons. <laughs> like how do you win? Easily the worst one, right? Well, now I guess you get still get the life steal. Hero power is still pretty strong, but yeah, anything with the battle cry that's not. Oh, the maybe weapon, if it's but... Zoo, like Zoo with Kudan, I don't know. What? So but how's that gonna? I mean, that's not gonna. I mean, no, I mean, you don't have the battle cry. Like, how do you win? I know exactly. So <laughs> that, that's the. I think half of the value of Gul'dan goes away. Yeah. Without that, Malfurion seems pretty bad. Like, if you don't even get the battle cry, let's say you get like just Malfurion. Like, what is? It's a pretty cool story. It'd be kind of interesting if they just gave us they gave us the the DK, well you know they, they obviously give us the DK card, but it's it costs zero. You know, like you can play it whenever you want to or something like that. I guess that would be kind of maybe a way to to implement you know just having the ability to use the the battle cry at least to some degree. <laughs> um, anyways, well let's uh, move on to let's do some um, meta pulse here. Just get a look at what the meta looks like right now on the ladder, and let me turn off these. Uh, decks and we've got the power ranking as usual in class popularity um you know with the power rankings not too much i mean again like the the very top win rate is i think the the ceiling of the win rates just keeps coming down every week so it is starting to like normalize completely um priest still a little bit priest and paladin actually a little bit out of the range so paladin's actually been um you know really slipping there that odd paladin just been losing i think steam losing a lot in the last week in the week yeah. and a half so uh we actually see paladin all the way down to eight now which is kind of crazy oh we actually have two two mage symbols there <laughs> my bad um but yeah so we saw paladin drop for sure druid just dropped one slot so it's not a big deal there and then uh mage actually went up i think mage was number eight last week so uh the countering quest rogue seems to have been you know having a huge impact there with mage because I, I feel like it's the only real aggro face deck at this point and um that's pretty crazy have we ever had a period where there was just one face deck you know like 
face tech that had any, any viability. Like we literally don't have any viable I mean, face tech. I mean, Secret Hunter is also kind of like a face tech, but you not really. So? Like, but it's kind of is. You think so? Yeah, kind of. It yeah. kind of is. Yeah, I guess so. Like you have your half us, your skill commands. You yeah, have that, that's true. That's true. It definitely is high tempo for sure. And then the um, secret keep, yeah, some of those secret keepers. And I think this like this is one of those decks that also keeps like even lock from being popular just because of the face damage. Mm-hmm. Else, I think if even lock would be way more popular. It's just so much hunter right now. I think hunter is more p- popular than druid right now. I feel like you face uh, so many. Well, I mean, I mean you it, can it see shows the popularity face, right now. but. <laughs> Today I faced like forty percent hunter. I almost I always faced a lot of hunter, but today was really crazy. Every second matchup, or every yeah, something like that was hunter. Yeah, well, I mean it's it's clearly popular though. I mean druid, warlock, hunter, and even rogue. I mean way more popular than everything else. It's just like those four and then the rest. And um, you know, paladin two point nine percent in the last you know day, which is crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy low at this point. Um, yeah. Like the hunter gets more popular doesn't help for the paladin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and mage again. The mage went from I believe it went from like four something percent to eight point four, so it's doubled. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. In last week, yeah, it's, it's done. It's done really well there. Um, well, actually, the mage didn't put the arrow by it though. Um, okay, so anyways, we got uh, the top five decks I wanted to talk about here was. Um, uh, these so these are the top five decks that you don't you won't see on the site because. It's like literally, you know, 24 hours, what's the best decks right now? So, um, you know, Token Druid, Even Warlock, Taunt Druid, Tempo Mage, and and Secret Hunter, which is pretty interesting. You, you know, you mentioned the Taunt Druid getting popularity, Tyler. So, yeah, I'm uh, really surprised about seeing it here as well. I thought yeah. it was just a tournament meta where people responded, but I didn't know mm-hmm. HS Replay actually had Taunt Druid this high as well. That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you were talking about the strong shell, shell pick, right? Like when me and you were talking a little bit um, uh, earlier this week, and um, you know that that strong, you know, the the druid, right? Adding that to token druid, that actually showed up in this exact list maybe like two weeks ago. So yeah, yeah. This this like twenty. This is like a proof that like there are a lot of decks that just float out there, and a lot of you know it's just not popular, and people just don't know about them. And that's like the mm-hmm. reason why I do this like query for the top five decks in the last you know. 24 hours or, or, or less than 24 hours just to see like you know what these decks that might not be playing much i mean the the i i use at least 400 games so there's at least some kind of like sample but 400 games is still very very low you know in terms of what we do on the site right now or show on the site so um it's always cool to see some some trends pop up from it you know i would say the other stuff isn't that <laughs> that that new you know i didn't yeah. even know that token druid and secret hunter and and uh even warlock and even why tempo mage is is popular right now but yeah the taunt druid what what do you think the taunt druid's um responding to right now that's a good question Next question. <laughs> I, I really don't see like it having yeah. too good like it's not that good versus tempo mage it's probably the worst druid versus tempo mage and you said yeah tempo mage popularity doubled so that makes no sense uh it should lose to all hunter versions as well i think it might be okay but like it's also weak to face damage so it should be bad and it's i think also one of the weakest maybe it's good in the mirror but it should also be bad in the mirror because of no spanning plague and whatnot but maybe it is good in the mirror like all can summons is good like uh, um, it, it beats all the um all the other druids that are on token, but I, I, I guess it's also fine against token. You can get 
you can build boards as fast as they can sometimes. And but you lose to Rogue, and Rogue is so popular always. Yeah. And you lose to Death Riddler Hunter and probably the Secret. It just doesn't seem so great. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's the best Druid deck to counter other Druids. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's about it. Okay. That would make sense. I mean, given that Druid is so as popular as it is right now, then it might just be a little bit of a, you know, a little spike for, for now. Mm-hmm. And it's probably better than Big Druid. Oh, Hell's definitely better than that. <laughs> I've played my share of Big Druid. Not great right now. <laughs> definitely not good. Um, okay, well, anyways, this is kind of a lucky... Oh, yeah, because... it makes sense because also everyone protects horrors. So Spreading Plague is really weak right now, I think. Yeah, like, um, mm, whenever I look okay. on HS Replay on a lot of the decks, mm-hmm. Spreading Plague is very often one of the lowest win rate cards. Yeah. In, in all the true decks, it's actually really interesting, and it's probably yeah. because of Musty Horror indeed, yeah. Yeah, people play Void Rippers and Double Like, right now, it's right. kind of, I think, staple to play Double Musty Horror and Hunter. That's crazy. Double Musty Hunter. Yeah, there's just so many targets, like you, you know, like you said, with spreading plague and giggling, and it's it's just so much value right now. When you when you hit it, it's crazy value. And the hunter, you can even hit eggs too at uh, you know, like sometimes and have a little value even if. Um, but uh, yeah, right now it's yeah, it's it's really cool that way. I I can't wait till we can get some type. Of, you know, like I I really want to have some type of. Um, element to show when tech cards are good or not so uh you know whether it's like to to talk about on the show or even just like somehow on the site or maybe even tweet but um i think that you know right now mossy horror is like an, a perfect example of just like um you know what i wonder what percentage like or how much value mossy hunter gets every single um you know every single game on average it might be a good query to run later and, and see see what comes up with how much you know like how much mana value does it kill regularly that may be kind of interesting to see. Um, okay, well, yeah, those are the five decks you can you know definitely check out. You can you can obviously find these decks on on the site. So if you, you have to look for them, uh, I don't have the codes right here to to give to you, just like in the chat. But um, yeah, definitely take a look at that when you get a chance. Uh, but uh, before we move on, I want to give a shout out to just all the patrons that support the show. Uh, those of you not familiar with the Patreon, we actually have a Patreon for Valuetown at patreon.com slash Valuetown. And if you enjoy the show, feel free to you know, throw us a, a pledge because it really, really helps out. And we always give some thanks to our patrons, and starting with our legendary producer, Mike T. And then uh, we got Ray Dan, Dave C., Vincent G., Dan S., Afa4004, Grant A., Edo Lee D., Mike V, Zach M, Evie, Eric B, or Eric L, sorry, Sasha G, and Jeff B, just to name a few. Thanks so much, guys. You guys are amazing. And uh, we're going to try to start up, like, Deck of the Week again. I'm going to see if, like, we, we kind of lost, uh, had some interest or lost interest in Deck of the Week, but I, I know a few people have been asking about it again. So we'll try to start it up again this week and, and try for uh, uh, one of our audio, audio shows on Monday, too. Uh, all right, let's go into Q&A here. We've got Ahmed N with his question, as always. Actually, he didn't actually have one last week, so it's great to have Ahmed back here. What what nerfs should be expected, and what cards should we avoid crafting as their decks might be nerfed? Tyler, any any recommendations? As of now, as of now, the meta seems quite balanced. I don't I don't think giggling is is such a problematic card as people think it is. Giggling inventor. Uh, well, we see a quest rogue nerf. I, I honestly can't say. I have a hard time seeing something getting nerfed right now. I don't think there's anything insanely problematic for the game because, like, there's such a big representation of all classes, right? 
It is. Right but now. So, Internet. I mean, it is, but like, are you saying that there's nothing that could be changed to make even the game better than it is right now? I mean, I think there's <laughs> nothing <laughs> as bad as what we used to have that, that nerf. Like, there's nothing as bad as, um, for example, um, the lackey that got nerfed or mm. what else got nerfed last expansion? Um, I mean, it was mostly like Keyrock, like, oh, uh, Called Arms. Um, Dark Pact. Dark Pact. I, I don't think there's a Dark Pact right now. <laughs> Something <laughs> as bad as that. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Can you I believe mean, like, it was five mana and Dark Pact heals for eight? Yeah. That's actually I mean, crazy. Q Block was just ridiculous, right? Um, I mean, when you look at the actual meta, right? You know, like when you, when you look at the. Uh, just just our meta tab on on HS replay. There's like incredible amounts of. I mean, look how look how many tier ones there are now. If you just like literally look at like 51 to 53 percent win rate, or maybe 54 percent win rate. I mean, we're talking like 20 decks. Yeah, 20 decks into 51. Not not to mention 50. I mean, we add another like six or seven to that. Six of them. So we. We've got so many like right now, so I think looking at it from that standpoint, yeah, we don't we don't need a I don't think we need a, need a nerf from that standpoint, but and then from the standpoint of looking at the tournaments results, so yeah. all the good players doing well over and over again, it also means yeah. that the tournament meta is just healthy, right? Yeah, Tyler won. Uh, Tyler qualified, so the, the game must be perfect. Right? <laughs> yeah, I would also yeah. not change a single card, not a single stat on a single card. <laughs> I mean, I would and enjoy changing also. something. So Please change something so that we can get at least a little bit more of a fresh, you know, like a, a fresh feel. No. Maybe some more new do, decks here. Do you see something that I don't see any card? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, chat wants to change Giggling Inventor to six mana. I always compare it to Spreading Plague. Like, is Giggling Inventor as much of a problem as Spreading Plague was at five? <laughs> Giggling and Midler doesn't even feel that strong, to be honest. Me, just, not. I mean, I yeah. just, I just feel like they didn't play in Giggling Inventor. They just probably play something that's still pretty defensive, you know. The, Car Creepers. The the thing by Giggling Inventor is not even good right now is there's three, four reasons actually. So almost every control deck plays double MC tech, not one MC tech, double MC tech. And then it's so hard to play around double yeah. M, uh, around MC tech in general when you play Giggling Inventor. It's a, Free bodies on board. It plays right into Mossy Horror in curve and it completely blows you out. And Otto Rogues play double Blood Knight. So, it's like, <laughs> Nerf it's, the tech cards. It's, <laughs> Basically. And it plays into Spreading Plague as well. It's, it's just like, man, I, I really can't see why people are like, wow, Giggling must be nerfed right now. It's so weak, actually. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's completely fine. It's a card. Maybe it needs to be nerfed because it, it's like a buff right now to all those cards. So you kill this one card, you kill those four cards too. Nah, but yeah, giggling is is doesn't seem to be as much of a problem. But there has I been mean, some no talk. One... There has still been some talk about wild growth and nourish and, and prep. And... No, Crip said Fungomancer has to be nerfed. Let's nerf Fungomancer. Let's make it. <laughs> Really? <laughs> if it's the most broken card in the game. Okay. I, 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 maybe in Arena. I, I don't think it's the... No, 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 no. No, in Standard. Strike. Okay. <laughs> that card's annoying. All right. Okay. All right. Um, you could be right, Tyler. No fungus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think that's I mean, yeah, the only. We can I think the only the complaint. Cards like Kalesef. Screw Kalesef. We don't need that garbage. Kalesef. Those random losses against Kalesef. Screw that. 
<laughs> we don't need that. Like the, the card doesn't seem so problematic because you don't lose lose that often to it. But when once you lose to it, like I think we we conditioned our brains uh, to the point because the game the card is in the game for over a year now that you just accept the losses to Callister, right, Tyler? I don't know. It's yeah, like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You're like you don't even think about it anymore. It's like oh, it's Callister. Oh, Callister into Serenite Chain Gang. If that loses you the game in pretty much against every class. Yeah. Any class can win that. Like that. It's yeah, so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. But it's like but nobody gets upset about it anymore. It's like, oh, yeah. It's just, nah, I really used it. <laughs> yeah. Just tell us. I mean, you know? <laughs> well, it's one of those things where... I guess I lost. Until it, until it just becomes so good or, or it, you know, the meta kind of lines up where a deck with... Kalisath or with another card that's super strong gets a lot of attention it generally doesn't happen you know what I mean like the cards that they ended up nerfing had been good for a while you know so it's it's just one of those things when the when the meta just doesn't line up it doesn't seem as good like Hex for instance right like when they finally they finally hurt nerfed Hex Hex has been good forever you know and it, it just I don't know why actually I don't even I'm not even sure the timing of that was even made as much sense I, I guess that was just something that maybe it was was going to happen well, over it's time it sucked the most that's when the nerf takes okay maybe that was a bad example then <laughs> no so um, it was the same with Hunter Smack for Hunter when Hunter sucked by far the most <laughs> it was unplayable for one year that's when they nerfed Hunter Smack they submitted and I think it was ago. similar to Execute as well for Warrior when we had yeah, no yeah, playable yeah, Warrior deck yeah yeah <laughs> Um, okay, so based has a question. Oh no, not based. Uh, where was that? No, yeah, based has a question up, up up top here. Do you guys think that Blizzard has actually moved away from really powerful infinite cards like the DKs and legendary weapons, or are they just going to print another Gadgets and Kobold level set before the rotation? I mean, they they just printed Doctor Boom, which is a very powerful infinite card. Yeah, it's it's definitely powerful, but you know, it's not Rexar though, right? I mean, Rex. I mean, clearly, it, it loses to Rexar. But um oh, relax. <laughs> we got we got like serious meme Gara on it on the show today. This is awesome. No, it's not serious meme Gara. You you can beat Rexar with with Doctor Boom. Really? If I mean yes. for me, it's like unless I get Rexar super late. It's you have uh, also other cards. It's not like you play only Rexar and only play Doctor Boom. Of course, Rexar wins. There's there's thirty other cards in the deck. What the hell? Yeah, I, I guess it has to be pretty different than the control. <laughs> you can't just go DK one we want. <laughs> like, let's go okay I, I guess Rexa beats everything then well it doesn't beat everything but in terms of like infinite wise you know it's of course yeah you know, the, the boom actually has things that don't you know that synerg don't synergize right in, in terms of what you're doing at the time where getting a getting a minion just generally is good like every single time like if I could get the mech every single time that would be pretty nice like be able to pick a mech every single time yeah but the, the other hero powers are also very synergetic oftentimes. I, I don't know. I get to do one that all. <laughs> do, do like, one I think, all, I think the microbots like, are underrated. Like microbots into brawl is so sick. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that like, one. I definitely do like that one. I think it's that so random, really right? Too. But it's so mm -hmm. sick. Like. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I guess getting to, uh, I guess answering that question, um, they clearly created one. So I, I wouldn't mean, say they're they, getting away from it. I don't think they're getting. But the answer is they definitely nerfed the power level of cards. Like you can see with the legendary spells. They're so much weaker than the legendary weapons and the legendary DKs. They're like, we can't just top the power level of these cards with very expansion. Like, yeah, the weapons were after the DKs, mm -hmm. and they are pretty much on the similar power level. But yeah. there was like a counterplay to it. But it, 
it ended up in a situation when I play my legendary weapon, you don't have a weapon removal, you will lose the game. Kind of like with the skull. So, yeah. like, you have the counter play in theory, but it's so dumb. The, the whole situation is stupid. Like, you don't have the weapon removal, you lose. It, it's, it's just a very thin line they have to walk, right? How many expansions do we have until the rotation? Uh, two more. One. Two more. One more. One more. Yeah. Yeah. One more. One more. If if they made this one even more powerful, and then they have to do the last one even more powerful, then this is really a hard thing to accomplish, right? And and we get well, huge power. They've kind of started. I mean, Witchwood was definitely like a, a step back, right, in power level, and then yeah. I think this one, it was a step up from there. But, you know, it wasn't Frozen Throne level, which, like, created all these crazy, like, wind conditions. And th so um, I think historically speaking, when we saw Gadgetzan and just what they did with Gadgetzan, that was bad, you know, for a last expansion because it just had, you know, that last expansion lasts the longest, right? Like, it sticks around for the longest. So, um, you know, I, I think that it'd be as bad as it sounds, guys, it might be good for them to just have a, you know, like not a crazy power level expansion for the last one either. And then so when we do get the reset, it's just like, you know, we have this lower leveled, you know, Hearthstone. Like the power level just, just comes down to a, a, a much lower level and then we can kind of like work from there again, you know, and, and have some space again. So, um, Which is interesting. The game feels less bad than it should be in theory. Because the last two expansions, we've played so few cards on the last two expansions because of the power level. Mm -hmm. Like I said, we don't play any legendary spells except the one in Zoo because of the, the power level. But the game still doesn't feel like that boring because it feels way more balanced overall. We, yeah. we, have, mm -hmm. we never had so many playable decks ever in Hearthstone because the, the way how Hearthstone was, there was yeah. like two broken decks and then everything else was not, not playable. Yeah. And so now, maybe, the, maybe they're focusing on that. Maybe, maybe the design team has been just been focusing on just trying to get it completely balanced, you know, and then from there we can talk about power level, but at least getting it balanced is like a plus, you know, this is crazy. Like uh, getting the, the classes represented the way that they're being represented right now. It's like amazing. Um, but yeah, you know, I think that the next expansion, I'm really, really curious about the next expansion, what they're going to do. Cause um, you know, this is the one that's announced at BlizzCon too. So I don't know if that takes into account like trying to do some crazy epic stuff. I think last year, what did we see last year? We saw um, uh, we saw Rin announced there. What else did we see announced there that was like really really crazy in Kobolds? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember the rest of them off the top of my head. But um, yeah, but Wait, was Kobolds the cube lock expansion with Rin? Yes. Yeah, I think so. It, yeah. it was the Void Lord. Yeah, and, the Void uh, Lord. Yeah, the Void yeah. Lord, and then the dungeon runs and all that stuff. Right. So that was mm. announced at at uh, a BlizzCon. So you know, I think they generally want to announce cool, sh you know, really cool shit at BlizzCon because it's it's always a little bit of an internal contest between the the uh, the groups or the teams. Um, oh, so by the way, one card that I just thought about it absolutely has to be nerfed is uh, the Florist for for Druid. I think that card is not looking in the game. Oh, the, the one that oh. reduces yeah. the cut by seven mana. Uh, Druid doesn't need it at all, but it has it access to this card, which is stupid. I think it's worse than Floop. Really? In the game. Wow. Yeah. No, it's. I'm not saying okay. the card is better than Floop. Yeah. But it's worse to have in the game. Very similar to oh, Quest. Oh yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Like Quest Rogue is not a good deck to have in the game, even though you maybe don't face it too much on the other. 
it's it's very similar to yeah i don't think florist is a a good card to have in hearthstone in druid <laughs> it's not a great mechanic anyways right just subtracting just cost and that's there's it there's no counterplay know? to it yeah all, they, just, all they have to do is take the cards and you're screwed yeah, yeah, I, I I agree that Flores is insane, but Talkbox is really so much fun to play, man. <laughs> oh man, you're one of those players. Oh, it's so OP. Of course, it's fun. So it's OP. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's one of the you know things that people have been talking about too. Like Killer made that video recently, and I mean people have been talking about just just single player, right? Like we we have a good number of single single player decks, as we like to call them. Which is um, those of you wondering what those are, it's, it's generally combo decks or you know decks with win conditions that it's just a matter of them getting there you know and, and not so much about um you know having to interact with with your their opponents you know so things like you know mechathune and and you know even king togwaggle and and you know even quest rogue to a degree i guess um but like like this is a great example i think like if you look at the cards Azalina and togwaggle mm -hmm. i think those both of these cards are fine to have in the in the game uh, when it's difficult to pull it off, right? Before you had to go double naturalize, fill up the yeah, hand, and then yep. And then there's like Skarky Guys as a yeah. counterplay mm -hmm. to it and whatnot, yeah. just emptying your hand. But now that you can do it in, in the same turn, the full it, it dumbifies the game, right? It's not very difficult to pull it off. All you have to do yeah. is drop one of the pieces and then play Flores. I mean, do you really want to see King Togwaggle decks in, in like... HTT playoff styler. I mean, I would no, oh, no. It's the best deck in the game. Oh, it's like well, worse. Yeah. Okay, I mean that's even worse, right? So. Do you want? That? Do you really want that? I don't know. It's it's a very high skill cap deck though, where yeah. even pro players mess up, right? Mm. Even in in ACT, we've seen a lot of players mess up with the deck because, it, yes, there's some uninteractive stuff to it, but it's also there's also a lot of important decision making to it. I feel like yeah. No, no, I, I, I personally like that. <laughs> I mean, it's really challenging to live. You know, I, I think I think where the sh the pros just shine is like when it's in one of those unfavorable matchups, and then you know you guys make these like crazy awesome decisions that that can result in a win that you know most players would not get wins out of. That's when you know you can really flex you know the skill and and, and everything. But for you know. But generally speaking, it's just like it, it really doesn't matter too much. You know, like staying alive and, and doing that sort of thing is a is a it's, completely different thing than interacting. Yeah. Actually Shady Shady last week pointed out something very interesting about that. Um it's it uh, talk about Druid is very similar to Queststroke in some matchups. Um he said like he destroyed Cho and he never played Queststroke and he did like 20 misplays and still oh, won. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like in some matchups you, you need such a low amount of skill. To win the game, anyways, like you just need to know like the the general like important win condition or whatever you have mm -hmm. to do. Let's say against draw cards, <laughs> like just draw Valera cards or Zola. yeah, don't yeah. waste your Zola. And yeah. like Togwaggle Druid versus Barco Warrior, for ex for example, all you have to do is just you know know the combo, and then you will win every time. And that is like super bad, right? Uh, I agree that Togwaggle Druid is one of the hardest decks to play in the game, but they it is. At the same time, very, very stupid. <laughs> like yeah. in some matchups, it's too easy to play in some matchups that you still win yeah. against the best players in the world. Yeah. So I, I mean, to your point, Tyler. Like I think that it, it is, you know, probably really fun when, when, you know, I think the top pros can can figure their ways out of that. But we see that with any kind of like combo deck. You know, like 
you guys will always be able to flex, you know, like in those positions versus other, you know, players. But in terms of just what the deck is, I just feel like it looks like a meme deck and it like should be a meme deck. You know what I mean? Like it's supposed to, for me, it feels like it's supposed to be one of those just kind of fun decks that that's in, in there when you want to build like a fun, you know, just, a, you know, the deck you want to stream, you know, that sort of thing. But yeah, um, yeah. but for it to be viable, oh man, that's that's where it get, gets a little dangerous for me. <laughs> like I don't want to be watching that sort of deck. Um, yeah, I definitely got what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any other questions, guys? Any any uh, last? I think I had. Oh, I think uh, Boxwine had a question up here. Where was it? It was something about Baku. Let me find it. Oh, thoughts on Baku affecting the meta? Baku Rogue Pally Warrior oppressive hero powers. So, do we think Baku needs a nerf? Maybe that. Maybe he's phrasing it like that. Basically, what do you think? I mean, the hero powers. It's basically a question of the hero powers. I mean, if if everything is strong, then then it's balanced, right? Then then, then nothing is overpowered. Like every class has some kind of thing that makes it strong. So, like yes, there's Baku, and yes, there's also Druid with Ramp, and yes, there's also uh, Kaliseth, and like there's just a lot of strong things you can do in the game right now, and like I said earlier, there's a good representation of all classes, and every class has multiple decks that are viable right now and played at high level. So for me, I, I really enjoy the game right now. I think it's perfectly fine, and also Baku is perfectly fine, I think. Like, which Baku decks do we even play right now? We only play Baku Warrior and Baku Rook. Yeah. And those Baku two Pal decks. Um, no. Pal Paladin, too. Yeah, but you don't really play that. Kinda. You, you, so, you showed. Yeah, there's plenty of people play it, dude. Look. You said two percent. You said two percent. Two percent. Oh my god. Yeah, you, you showed popularity of Paladin two percent. Oh, okay. I mean, but that doesn't mean it's not good. It's, <laughs> it's just because they've been playing like God Paladin forever, like too long now, two expansions right, now. Right. That's that's why. But none of these yeah. decks feel too strong. Yeah. Uh, but I, I feel like if, if we couldn't do all these powerful things in Hearthstone, it would be a very boring game. Like, we would be playing mm -hmm. vanilla Hearthstone from back in 2014 or whatever. Or Arena, There's some basically. people that want to play that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Gara, yeah. you probably want to play that, right? That's that's like your favorite time of... I have no stuff. opinion. I have no opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to play that, man. Yeah, it, it's... I mean, it, they do have to balance, like, Flash and... You, know, you, you, have, to, you have to get some Flash in the game. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I still think so far they've been doing a good job of it. It, it. it doesn't, again, like you're not seeing crazy stuff. And that's, that's, that's obviously, you know, I think from a short term standpoint, a very, you know, um, a strategy we've seen from them, but long term wise, I, I think it's affected in the game in a bad way. So I don't mind this conservative approach. That's just, you know, getting through this last expansion, hopefully it won't be too crazy. And then once we start over, I mean, it's like a brand new Hearthstone. When all DKs yep. are gone and quests are gone and everything, oh my god, it's going to be like crazy difference. Like how how big of it? Not, not even you know this this reset wasn't even that bad. Like I don't think the game's that much different after this reset this year. But next one, oh crap, it's going to be crazy. Um, let's see. West has a question about uh, where was it? I just saw it. Um, do you think that that they will nerf anything from Death Rattle Hunter? So like cube, cube's been a topic of, of nerfs in the past. Shaw, uh, can crush or anything else. I don't think Shaw's an issue right now. Um, but cube, anybody? I mean, I'm pro like we wanted to nerf cube like a year ago, I think. 
Yeah, well, we nerfed when it was Q block, right? But they nerfed everything else, uh, like except for that. Yeah. So, you know, but is it an issue in, um, you know, it's being played in hunters, being played in druid sometimes. Um, I mean, cube is broken. Yeah, it's still just a really broken card. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. But that's one of those classic cases, unless it's like, you know, crazy oppressive deck that that card might may never get touched. Um, it's so good in Hunter too. It's crazy. I mean, good in yeah. Hunter. I mean, I guess right. If you nerf Crestroke, you you got to nerf Cube as well. Like, what what's the argument for nerfing Crestroke and not nerfing Cube as a counter argument? Like, why would you not nerf Cube? It's it's equally as stupid and non-interactive. And when it happens, you have no removal. You just lose. Um, I would say, I don't know. I, I think Cube is isn't as. It just feels different, but. It's yeah, I mean, it's shorter term, right? Like, it's it's a card versus everything of yours is 4-4 after the effects of the, the crazy quest aspect of it, right? So, um, of, of the rogue. But it, it's definitely a broken card. So there there is definitely an argument for nerfing it, even though it's not, like, oppressive. You know, like, Hunter's not crazy oppressive right now. Uh, but you can make an argument for definitely doing that. Shaw, I don't think, is a problem. Shaw, I think, still has potential. Like it's it's still you know we're finally seeing with with you know I think some cards like the the spot you know the bot that the spider you know that kills things or removes a minion, but um, it's like so it's also like too strong. But it's like uh, like Tyler said, if everything is too strong, then nothing is too strong. Just everyone does something strong. Can you imagine the hunter without all this death rattle stuff? I mean. I guess we would have secret. secret I guess we just have secret hunter, right? That's yeah. about it. That's all we would <laughs> the have. The most popular deck in the game. Right? Yeah, that's but that's all we would have, like that uh, from hunter. Like that's good enough. Yeah, we've had secret hunter for a while. Like secret hunter's been around for more more than an expansion. Um, and we had spell hunter too. Because he plays a lot of powerful cards. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Rexar? <laughs> yeah, Rexar is pretty good. Rexar is keeping those hunter decks alive. I feel like without without Rexar in a lot of matchups, you just run out of steam, right? And just don't get there. Yeah. I mean, Rexar is really the key to being able to play Control Hunter. Control Hunter was the unicorn, remember? For the yeah. longest time. And Rexar literally is the, only, the thing enabling it right now. So when that's gone, man, it might be sad times for Rexar again. <laughs> It'll be pretty interesting to see okay any last questions guys i'll give you like maybe one minute to type any questions and then we'll we'll call it uh let's see any last moment you guys have a question for each other maybe there, there's something about coffee here you know what that's about to be the Tyler? best player in the world ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, it feels really good man <laughs> it was really okay, good how to about be this? Super what would you do if you won the world championship. What would you do with that money? Relax at first. <laughs> what would you do when you qualify? We gotta, you got a dream, dude. We're gonna we're gonna dream. We might as well dream for the top. Winning worlds. Like, honestly, honestly, I might buy a house here in Vietnam. Okay. Okay. I, I should really like it there. I, I might uh, I might build a house, not buy, build a house here. And yeah. I build it for him. He hires me. <laughs> 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 yes, that would be. Then I move in in the garage. Dude, please do a stream of that. That'd be amazing. All right, <laughs> <Deal>. <laughs> move in the garage. 
It's a lot of IRL streams. Viral streams. It'll be reality TV. Really Gara, the Gar and Tyler show. It'll be amazing. Uh, what are the thoughts? Okay, here we go. Heretic has a question. Uh, thanks for subbing, Heretic. Heretic. What are your thoughts on the power level of Wild as an, an eternal format? It is naturally very strong, but is it too broken right now? Oh, just so wild, just generally speaking. Um, eternal format? Uh, I mean, it, it is what it is. It's, it's called wild for a reason. It's just crazy. And they say that they're balancing it, but you know, they are keeping, keeping uh, you know, an eye on it to try to balance it to some degree, but I, I feel like it's just not possible. <laughs> to balance. Yeah. I mean, it's like a, a very, very lost cause trying to, to balance a wild. Yeah. The, the, that's the thing, right? It's called wild for a reason. I feel like if you, if you want to play the balanced version of Hearthstone, you play standard. If you just want to do really crazy stuff and just mess around, then, then you go to wild. That's how I feel like it should be. And, um, a lot of people seem to have the approach of like, um, I feel bad that my cards aren't being used anymore. So I want wild to be viable, but I think that's, that, that shouldn't be the mindset. The mindset should just be wild. should just be wild and just crazy where you can do crazy mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. think of, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to like discredit wild players because there's an, there's an actual ladder there and there, there are top wild players too, but you know, wild for me sometimes when I, at least when I'm playing it, it's just like, it's like quick play, you know, it's just like go in there, just do some crazy stuff. You have a good time. And, and then, uh, you know, go into, go into standard and play your, play your hunters and your druids and your, you know, whatever it is. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like it. I like it the way it is. And, um, you know, I, this is coming from somebody who doesn't play wild competitively or anything like that or a lot ladder wise. So, um, you know, take it for what, what it's worth. Uh, kind of more. I can't even tell if he's being being uh, sarcastic or not. He says, "Why have questions when the game is finally perfect? It plays itself <laughs> like a nice slot machine, and you hope it draws your winning card first. It's not that bad. It's definitely not that bad." Um, okay, so I guess in generally, Tyler, you like the competitive scene, right? Like you like how the competitive meta is right now. Yeah, right? I like it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then that's you know, in the end, that's that's a. Uh, a huge win, you know, if that that's uh, the case right now. And yeah, you don't hear too many pro players complaining about the the meta, you know, the event meta. So that's definitely really good. Um, okay, well, why don't we wrap up, guys? Um, you know, definitely a good show, Tyler. Uh, again, like man, thanks for staying up this late. I know it's crazy, and you're probably almost seeing the sun at this point. So yeah, no worries. <laughs> I might uh, stay up till breakfast and go downstairs and buy like a sandwich or something. <laughs> awesome. Uh, what kind of sandwich is like? Bun me kind of or something like that. Or? Yeah, it's like a bun me with the with basically like some meat in it, some pork or whatever. Ah, okay. Or or can I get like a bow like uh, like yeah, the dude, the that's like good thing. stuff, man. Yeah, something you gotta love. Because I, I live uh, in an apartment complex right above a supermarket, so oh uh, nice. It opens nice. at seven, which is in like two and a half hours from now. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Asian Get street food seven. is the best, man. Like yeah costs nothing and it tastes so good man any any asian country i feel like has great street food um but anyways tyler again congratulations again We're gonna you know be rooting for you obviously when, once uh uh the finals come around here for yeah. the season and uh i definitely wish you luck but any shout outs you want to do before we take off um shout out to you again for doing this great yeah, show of course uh, thanks for inviting me 
shout out to Chad. Shout out to Hockey Boys. Good luck this weekend. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> I also saw Impact uh, in the chat. Yep. Good luck to him as well if uh, he's still here. And um, yeah, that's about it. Shout out to Gara. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> nice. He knows it. So. <laughs> uh, Gara, want to do some shout outs? Shout outs to Tyler, my boy. Uh, wow, the bromance is gonna, real he, here. He's, he's going to win Worlds if Zane right. doesn't win it or Muzzy. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's going to get to Worlds. Yeah. And shout out to Impact if you're still in the chat. I don't know. Yeah. Congrats, maybe. my boy, my other boy. And shout out to my stream. I stream every single day, eight hours to 1 p.m. CT till like 9 p.m. CT, like today. So shout out to that. Follow me there. And where's it. that? Where's the stream again? Garabist Shaman. All right, cool. And then Tyler's is, it's Tyler OTD too, right? For your stream. Yeah. 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 yeah so definitely Tyler's check He's probably also going to stream every day 17 hours, studying yeah. now again. <laughs> 17 hours. <laughs> oh, man. No breaks. Okay, I'll, I'll run things out. Um, just thanks, everybody. Uh, one reminder is just that, you know, Value Town is an hsreplay.net show. So definitely go to hsreplay.net, find, your, you know, the be perfect uh, deck for your rank and region, you know, help you climb the ladder and uh, make sure you're using the best deck at the time. Um, and uh, for all the folks that we had a good number of subs today, like during the, during the stream. So thanks everybody for subbing today. And uh, if you want to check out the show on audio, like on the way to work or whatever, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on um, Google Play, as well as SoundCloud.com/slash/ChampionV. So definitely um, be sure to search for that if you you want to find us on your phone or or wherever. And uh, you can find the VODs on youtube.com slash hsreplay.net and um, you know, subscribe there so you can get notified anytime we, these VODs come up. But that's going to be it, guys, for this week. Oh, one last thing. Thanks for ZipRecruiter again for sponsoring this episode. They're awesome, too. Great job site. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Valuetown. And that's going to be it for uh, Tyler, Gara, and myself, Jam and B. We'll see you next week.